I'm Logan Tyler Smith, filmmaker, film critic, and host of Logan Land Rants. Welcome to Logan Land Rants. Today I'll be talking about the 1941 film The Wolfman on the Criterion Channel. Some of the buds surrounding the film at the time and since its release, including the Wolfman makeup and werewolf transformation scenes, and some of my thoughts on the movies broadly. Pros and cons, what I thought worked and what didn't. I'll be talking about the film the best way I know how. Welcome to Logan Land Rants. First, a quick rundown of what works about this movie and what doesn't. In The Wolfman, a young man is attacked by a wolf-like creature. As he visits his family, however... <coughs> as he visits his family, however, he develops wolf-like attributes himself and wreaks havoc on his town. The Wolfman's biggest and best-selling points are its makeup, effects, and suspense. The scenes of the main character becoming a werewolf are well edited, and the monster movie thrills are very effective in their delivery. Other movies have had better werewolf makeup since this movie, but here it works. The werewolf form the main character takes looks more or less convincing within the reality of the film, and this lends itself to the material. Like all the Universal Horror classics, it's in black and white, even as it transcends the limitation with its transformation editing. Some characters in the background are also regrettably underdeveloped, though that is a very minor issue given the content of the film. If you've stuck with me this far for Universal Horror Monsters, you may well enjoy this on your own. However, as I usually say, you should absolutely watch it to form your own opinion on it. Also, guys, my feature is still filming. This is a conversational interlude, obviously. And I hope you guys will like it when it comes out. Now a short essay on something the Wolfman does particularly well, making an effective mythological curse. Have you ever wondered how to make an effective mythological curse? Obviously it's in the title. You make it mythological. But failing that, the ways you make a mythological curse are threefold. You need history, present, and transcendence. For history, you need to create a historical narrative for your curse. And in The Wolfman, they established the curse to have some vague historical background. Whether or not the audience remembers a specific historical background, or whether it's even real or not, it's important to establish a historical or pseudo-historical narrative for the mythological curse to work wonders. As for present, and I did say present, you need to make sure the historicity you've established is affecting the characters in real life. This may make the curse in your face, but it also offers a clear and present danger that gives the curse life. Something we see all over the Wolfman. Which brings us to transcendence. By transcendence, I basically just mean it needs to transcend expectations of what happens for a typical curse. It needs to be dangerous, for sure. But it also needs to have some transcendence to it. In this case, it's part physical and part limiting. The wolf superhuman's abilities are coupled with the moon cycle, something that happens to be him turning into the werewolf by night. All these combine together to give a vague transcendence to the myth. Creating a mythological curse is mostly in the writing, and with these three elements you can theoretically create a similar mythological curse just like the one from the wolfman. Okay guys, I'll be honest, I don't really have much for this one. Uh, in case you didn't know, we're going from favorite to least favorite in this little mini-series. Keep that in mind. Special thanks to the Criterion Channel for making the film available at the time I watched it. 
Here's what else you need to know today in showbiz. The Netflix series Stranger Things is getting its own animated series. The trailer for the MCU the trailer for the MCU film The Marvels dropped and I'm looking forward to watching the trailer. I got a little sidetracked. And a Harry Potter TV series is coming to HBO Max, which is now rebranded as Max. Today's episode was mixed in Audacity, edited in Adobe Premiere Rush, and engineered by the host. With original music from Ben Sound, Mozart, and Beethoven, also remastered by the host. With Logan Landrance, I'm Logan Tyler Smith. See you next time.